Welcome to Let the Money Talk podcast by Philip Capital India. A podcast that provides the latest analysis of the Indian capital market. In this episode, our research experts will provide the most insightful analysis in the market. Hello friends, this is Jaydeep Sen from Philip Capital Fixed Income Desk. I will talk in the context of our report, weekly report called the Running Yield dated today that is 8 August 22. So as you are aware, Uh, previous week, the RBI hiked the repo rate by 50 basis points from 4.9% to 5.4%. Now the question is, what now? How much more? And what is the terminal repo rate likely to be at the end of the rate hike cycle? Now that is anybody's call. We will take a look at the perspective as to what is possible. So one is key on the inflation. Uh, RBI has already said earlier, though not uh, so loudly, not in so many words. they have indicated that their parameter is not just inflation but inflation one year forward in the sense today if inflation is 7.01% they would go not so much by this data point but what inflation is likely to be one year down the line and uh, as per previous friday's uh, review what the rbi is saying is in the last quarter of this financial year which is january to march 23 inflation is likely to average 5.8% and in the quarter after that which is april to june 23 inflation is likely to fall to as low as 5% which is driven largely by the pace effect so if we go by these numbers like 5.8% 5% about one year down the line it is unlikely that this rate hike will be too deep or too long which means from today's 5.4% repo rate can go up to whatever 5.75% or maybe even 6% but not too much So in today's report, we have taken a look at uh, certain parameters, certain aspects uh, globally, uh, which also are relevant for RBI policy formulation. So one is the U.S. Fed rate. So in the U.S., the uh, overnight Fed rate, which is now 2.25 to 2.5% range, uh, as per the U.S. Fed, they will continue hiking rates. It will go up to about 3.4% by December 22, and about 3.85-3.9% uh, by December 23. However, the market call is different. The market call, as in, there is something called U.S. Fed funds futures, which we track from Bloomberg. And uh, as per that, the uh, U.S. Fed will hike till say February, March 23. But after that, they will pause and they will actually start cutting rates from May 23. And the market call is U.S. Fed rate will be 2.65 percent by December 23, which is significantly different from the U.S. Fed call. Um, U.S. Treasury yields, ten-year uh, Treasury climbed to as high as almost 3.5 percent sometime earlier. Then it rallied to uh, 2.55 percent. Currently, it is 2.83 percent. But yes, uh, it is off uh, from the high of around 3.5 percent, which means it is uh, that much of a respite and puts uh, lesser pressure, lower pressure on our RBI to uh, high rates. In the U.S., the yield curve is inverted. The inversion is measured by something called two tet which is the differential between the two year treasury yield and the 10 year treasury yield 10 year treasury yield is supposed to be higher because it is 10 year so if the two tet spread is negative uh, that indicates something and it's a classic sign of forthcoming recession today the two tet spread is negative 40 basis which is like a multi year high many many years high because it is significant that the uh, two year treasury yield is that much higher than the 10 year treasury yield 
implication is if the US indeed goes into recession, uh, demand for commodities will be low, inflation also will be low, growth also will be low, which means the US Fed will not be able to hike rates, rather the US Fed will have to cut rates. Um, in the Eurozone, ECB, they have hiked rates at 50 basis point. Now it is 0% from minus 0.5% uh, earlier. And uh, they may hike rates. But again, as per the market call, uh, the US, sorry, the, the Eurozone rate hikes will not be uh, too much or uh, too steep or uh, something. So the market call is it will, uh, till May 23, it will go to 1.13% and subsequently ease by June 23 to 91 basis point. So again, uh, not too much of a uh, rate hike. Uh, Bank of Japan uh, likely to stay put uh, where they are, not much of a movement in their uh, rates. Coming to global commodity prices, there is something called CRB index, which is uh, Chicago Research Bureau, which tracks all commodity prices. Uh, the CRB index today at 581 is high. So the last 20 year average is 390, so 581 is high. But the good part is, it has eased from the peak. So post-war, post-Russia-Ukraine war, it reached a high of 644 in May this year. So from 644 to 581, it has eased, which is a little good for inflation globally. Also, crude oil price, which is very significant for India, crude oil prices are high, but it has eased from the peaks. So it had peaked to around $120 per barrel in, in March 22. Now it is like say, sub $100 per barrel which also is good for our inflation and good for RBI policy rate uh, formulation. Then we come to currency movement, uh, DXY, that is dollar index, measures dollars against global currencies. Uh, it is still strong, but recently it formed a high of 108. Now it is like 106.5. So the relative uh, easing from 108 to 106.5, which also is good for our rupee. And against ADXY, which is Asia DXY, the Asia uh, pack of currencies, the rupee has actually strengthened. So if you look at uh, ADXY, it was 108 earlier, now it is like 102, 101.8. So the ADXY has weakened significantly. And if you measure uh, our currency INR against ADXY, our currency has actually weakened, sorry, strengthened significantly, which means the RBI did not do too much of a rate support to support the uh, currency. Other aspect in our economy. Uh, currency circulation has been declining. So just to recall, uh, currency in circulation declined significantly in December 2016 during DEMO and uh, post-DEMO it has been rising and in uh, 21 it rose to levels even higher than pre-DEMO but of late last uh, few months it has been declining which also is good because uh, declining currency in circulation means uh, inflation will be Oh, no, that much lower, or rather the pressure on inflation will be uh, that much lower. Then we come to banking system liquidity surplus. It is still in surplus, but the surplus is much lower than earlier. So uh, post uh, this thing, uh, pandemic and RBI pumping enough money, it was like around uh, 7 lakh crore, 8 lakh crore of uh, surplus. From there, it is now like uh, 1 lakh crore of uh, surplus, which means effectively RBI has done that much of rate hike also pushing the overnight rate from reverse repo to uh, repo. And then uh, one interesting bit, there is something called one-year OIS, overnight index swap, and there is something called five-year OIS, overnight index swap. The one-year OIS is hugging the one-year DCT, but the five-year OIS rate 
has uh, broken below the five-year GCPE. What it means is the market is saying over the next five years, the RBI will actually cut rates. Yes. Now they're hiking. They have hiked repo from 4% to 5.4%. They may hike further. That's over the next uh, maybe say six months or nine months till December or February next year. Thereafter, they will pause and thereafter, they will cut sometime in future. That is what this segment of the market is saying. So net-net, uh, uh, given that by, um, by December, by March, by June next year, inflation is likely to ease. Uh, RBI rate hike cycle will not be uh, too deep or uh, too much from 5.4, or it may be say 5.75 or maximum 6% uh, of their pops. To know more, please read our report called the Running Eight, dated today, that is 8 August 22. Thank you. Thank you very much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please forward it to others, share it on social media, and leave a review. Follow this channel to hear about other podcasts. This podcast was prepared by Philip Capital India Private Limited. The information provided with this podcast is only for educational purposes and should not be considered as financial advice. And this does not take into account any specific investment objectives, financial situations, and neither do we warrant the correctness or accuracy of any information mentioned herein. The information and any analysis forecast, projections, expectations, and opinions have been obtained from public sources which Philip Capital Research believes to be reliable. Philip Capital, its group entities, and any of its representatives shall not be liable for any loss of any nature whatsoever caused or suffered owing to inaccurate or incomplete information mentioned herein.